Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Center 4826 East Friday Boulevard. 
certifications Monday through Friday right now. Um, you can get an evaluation done if you don't have current medical records. Um, we can do an evaluation for you, and then you can see the doctor, a different doctor for a certification, get that all wrapped up. And right now, uh, we get you certified, we process your paperwork, and you're getting your card the same day. It's pretty quick and easy and painless, and we have some wonderful doctors uh, coming to touch on it. Um, shout out, we got number two for the best of in the Tucson, uh, best of Tucson. Um, and that's awesome. Natural Healing got number one. And um, we are just very proud and want to thank everybody for voting for us. That's really, really awesome. What an honor to even be in there at all. We didn't even know we were in there. And all of a sudden, we were getting all these messages. Hey, you're in there. And we're like, woohoo. So thank you all for voting. Um, <clears throat> that's really cool. What else is going on? Okay, so if you are in the Tucson area, and actually we do telemedicine. Um, if you've got your current medical records, it's really super simple. We don't do them for evaluations because we need to see you for that initial one. Um, but if you want to get certified uh, and you're um, in the area and you have your records, um, but if you don't have your records and you're coming into the office, we can do the evaluations then. Boy, this little button over here is just all over the place. I have to go... Uh, I have to call in to my own show to get it to run. Um, so <laughs> I have to call into my own show. But while I'm calling into my own show, um, you um, can actually come and get certified if you have any one of these conditions you can find on tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, uh, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, and um, all sorts of other uh, types of seizures, uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, cachexia or wasting syndrome, um, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And um, that I think that includes the Parkinson's uh, disease is included in there. Also, you're eligible for a card um, if you are being treated uh, for any of these um, things and the treatment itself is causing one of these symptoms. You can get your cards that way as well. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, or you can just email thctucson at gmail.com, and that's T-U-C-S-O-N. Um, <laughs> somebody bought a, a shirt, an uh, Arizona shirt with the map, the whole thing. It was really cool, you know, like character kind of style, you know, uh, drawn up, and um, they spelled... Saguaro Park, Sagarado Park, and the <laughs> Oh, the desert. All right, so let's just get to it. We have a wonderful guest coming on. This is Hans. I'm going to let Hans explain who he is. He's been in the industry. I'll give you a brief little bow. Well, Hans has been in the industry for, for a very long time. Um, he's a master grower and a master thinker, I, I, this guy knows everything. He talked about studying the law. When <clears throat> the last initiative came out, he really went inside that initiative and out and really learned his way around it, and I know he's done that with this one. Um, please welcome Hans to the air. Welcome, Hans. Hi there. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure to be How on How you show. doing? Thank you. I'm How doing are you? Pretty good. Having my morning coffee, wake and bake. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> I'm having the morning tea, wake and bake. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> so yeah, we um, we we are wanting to discuss uh, 207. This is the the last show before everybody goes out and 
vote and hopefully they uh, read the initiative themselves so that they can uh, understand um, fully what's going on. But most people don't. We understand that. And it's, you know, it's a lot. It's a big initiative and it's a lot of wording. And um, so let's start. <clears throat> well, Hans, just a little um, bio about who you are and, and in the industry and how you got here. Okay. Um, I started off, uh, <laughs> I started off being a, a marijuana smuggler uh, because <laughs> I thought the laws against it were unjust. They were based on a lie. I ended up going on the run for 18 years against a marijuana conviction. Um, and during that time, I made the first five marijuana cultivation videos, sold them through high times, wrote a couple of books about marijuana, ended up spending two years in prison eventually for a law that was based on a lie. So mm-hmm. I've been fighting this for a number of years, uh, hoping yeah. that uh, eventually the laws would come around to reality, uh, but they have not. And this uh, proposal here, this proposition is certainly not yeah. what we've all been wanting and fighting for for all these years, which is to get rid of this lie and treat cannabis uh, like it should be treated. Absolutely. Amen. Because it is a plant. And if we, you know, I mean, it's God's given right to, to have our own plants and do with them what they, you know, what we please. We have a, a market, we have an open available market, a business market for anyone that wants to go be a farmer and um, grow tomatoes or lettuce or whatever they want to grow on their farms, pumpkins this time of year and Christmas trees and, you know, all, whatever it is they want to grow, everyone has that right, except with this proposition, we know no one's going to have that right except for the dispensaries that already have the licenses to be medical dispensaries. That's correct, Bell. Uh, what this essentially does, this country was foundationed upon, based upon, and structured for free enterprise. Free enterprise is really important to people. And this, again takes free enterprise out of the hands of the people, turns it into a monopoly for just a few. Mom and pop don't have um, $5,000 for a ping pong ball. They don't have $150,000 to start a business. And yet, if you wanted to grow medical marijuana, such as the dispensaries do, then they could have very easily written this proposal that would say, okay, for those dispensaries that want to continue to grow and new dispensaries, people that want to grow medical marijuana, there's a lot of good rules you're going to have to follow, which the dispensaries don't follow right now anyway. Um, And you can grow your medical marijuana. And at the same time, if this were to be free like it should be, if a person wanted to grow marijuana in their backyard, sell some ounces to their friends, smoke it, give it away, whatever, just like, as you just said, tomatoes or any other commodity, they should be allowed to. If you want to grow marijuana commercially, uh, they could set like a ceiling and say, okay, if you're making more than $15,000, $20,000, $30,000 a year selling your marijuana that you're growing in the backyard, then go downtown, buy you a $65 license, and then you can sell it commercially, just like anything else. But this proposal, again, has not done that. And that's the two things that irk me the most, Bell. Um, one of them being the fact that free enterprise is down the drain. And the other is that it is illegal. And I, I could speak about both of those a little bit more. Right. Well, absolutely. They're, you know, they, they, they are bringing back in the, the petty offense, which is actually a misdemeanor. It's a, it's a type, I, I thought a type three. Well, I have to look that up again. But, however, petty, misdemeanor, whatever type of offense that doesn't make it legal. Yes, yeah, a misdemeanor. Um, 
yeah, misdemeanor. Um, and ha having any kind of record is bad. And you don't want anything like that. It, it, it shouldn't even be in, in the initiative at all. There shouldn't be, um, you know, another jail time, penalties and fines, and all these fines are just going back to the dispensary association that wrote the bill in the first place. So um, it, it's a very uh, misleading, and it's, and it's not a bill, and it's Extremely not even completely written. Yes. And it's not completely written. And it says in the initiative, it says it's not even finished. They'll finish it later. And, you know, <laughs> well, what, that's, that's pretty funny. What would you like to vote for? Yeah. Well, just vote for us, and we'll let you know later what you voted for. <laughs> exactly. It. We'll let you know what rules we implemented while you guys were sleeping. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, no. That's kind of uh, scary. Fact, oh, it's extremely scary. But what even scares is people, you know, they, they're just listening to, you know, um, organization that, you know, the Smart and Safe organization um, with you know their lawyers and Tom Dean and everybody not else smart, that gets up, safe. does all the what's that? I say it's not smart. It's not safe. It's simply the typical wolf watching the sheep. It is, and and it is, and the sheep are getting eaten, and they don't know it. I mean, there's there's huge taxes that are going to come into play, and people don't know it. Um, I think what a lot of people are saying, even the other certification centers and even the other doctors that are practicing that certified patients, um, they're going to, the pa patients and people for recreational are going to see what BS this program is when they go in and they're paying 25% tax on something, <laughs> you know, their little $20 ace is now $40 or whatever it's going to be with all these taxes. Um, or $30 or whatever, um, it, it, they're going to see that this is not the program that they should have voted for. And, you know, because you can grow your six plants the minute you're over your ounce, what's that? Is that are you even you know, that right then? And this is such a badly written proposal. They're throwing a, a bone to a dog saying, oh, you can grow your uh, six plants, uh, but you can't have over an ounce. The wording of that leaves so ambiguous, it leaves open the door for you to be prosecuted. I would bring to memory for everyone uh, Paula Huff. Paula Huff uh, had a medical marijuana license. She was growing 11 plants. They burst into her door when she was in the shower, drug her outside, stood her in her front yard for two hours in a towel, and then went in, cut all the plants, and said, oh, you have more than two and a half ounces here. And the ambiguousness of the law, she went to court, and they told her, well, you broke the law, so she went to prison. And this thing is the same way. They tell you, oh, we'll give you six plants. But uh, they still can come into your house, cut the plants, and if they weigh more than an ounce, you can be arrested and you can go to jail and you can say, oh, but the medical marijuana program uh, defends me. Uh, no, it says I can do this. You won't beat it in court. You will go to jail. And that's just one of the, one of my sore spots here is the fact that had they wanted to write this proposal that was good for the people, they would not still maintain this ludicrous, insane reality based on a lie saying that marijuana should be illegal. They're basically writing the law. So they're continuing the lie and saying, yeah, we want marijuana to be illegal, even though it shouldn't be, even though it's based on a lie. And there's only one reason that they wrote the law like this and took the rights away from the people is because they want all the money. They're not happy with just their share of it. They want everybody's share of it. Yeah, and that's absolutely ludicrous. That's, 
that's probably completely unconstitutional what they're doing, <laughs> and no one's going to question it. And then they're and they're not going to question it because they want um, their rights to grow, and they want to be able to just walk in off the streets anywhere and get this. And what they're going to get are crappy leftovers. One, we know that um, there are already crappy leftovers at the dispensaries now. Um, the medicine is not you mean quality. The dispensary license is coming out. Are you talking well, about I'm the saying, new dispensary license is coming out? I'm talking about I'm talking about the medicine themselves. No, the the the, the recreational license they're going to give they're going to give all those to the dispensaries um, that I guess are a part of a part of this program um, because I don't know that every I don't think every dispensary was in on writing this initiative. So um, no, but you're absolutely right. They will get all of them. They have the uh, pre-purchasing, and the dispensaries get the first shot at it. And it's yep. crazy to think that every dispensary that has an opportunity to get one of these licenses is going to get it. And like you say, there will be nothing but scraps left over uh, for the people. But what were you saying about the cannabis itself? Oh, no, that's what I was saying. That's, those are the scraps I was talking about. The dispensaries. The recreational licenses, your right will go up to all the dispensaries. And then if there are any licenses left over, ha ha, they will go to, <laughs> right, they will go to um, minority groups that have filed first. So I was literally told by somebody, if you have a minority in your application status, you're more likely to get the dispensary if there's one available. I'm like, seriously? So it, it, it's still, and you say pay $5,000 for, for a ping pong ball. Well, last the last lottery quote was not a ping pong ball. It was just distributed to people that had connections on the inside and were privy to information that um, the average person wasn't privy to. So these lotteries aren't even lotteries. In fact, the first lottery that happened, um, there was a possibility of um, people being able to purchase a dispensary without actually going through the whole lottery system. So, wow. uh, yeah, very, very... It's a monopoly, and monopolies are not good for this country, and they're especially not good... For something like marijuana, this is something people have fought hard for, gone to prison for, for many years. Died and for, yeah. It would be so good for the people if the people could just have the right to grow a little bit of cannabis, make a little bit of business out of it uh, like they should. I, I'm just totally blown away that they have done this again and taken Again. free yeah. enterprise away from the American people. Yeah, and 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 not only that, but the the game they're playing with this is it's hurting people, and they don't, you know, they don't care that you know the patients, you know, some people can't afford to pay for state fees, which there shouldn't be for this program. You don't pay a state fee to get your Vicodin, you know. This is ridiculous that there is one in the first place. However, you do need to go see your doctors to get your Vicodin, and that's a good thing, you know. Um, but more importantly, we want you to see your marijuana doctors to get your marijuana. And they're <clears throat> by forcing people to pay more in taxes, um, and also they're limiting the amount of medicine that you can have at any one time. So you can only have uh, five uh a half was it five grams of concentrate in any one time in your possession and your right. medicine is, yeah and now your medicine is limited to if you're getting edibles so there's no more animal shapes or whatever who cares about animal shapes if you need an edible you can eat a square or a circle it doesn't matter but they're limiting those you get 10 milligrams top in each one of those edibles you get 100 milligrams top in the bag well i'll tell you um it takes probably 40 to 50 milligrams of an edible for me to have an effect, the effect I need. So for people that, and I don't have, I have fibromyalgia and back pain. 
So for people with stage four cancers and um, all the other horrible disease that they have that they need more cannabis for, they're going to be making more trips to the store. They're going to be paying more in taxes. They're going to be getting less medicine. And the, they're testing. They're saying that they're going to test, but they're going to test using their own lab. So right now, the dispensers Yeah, exactly. That's sad. The wolf watching oh. the sheep again. Oh, it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. Right now, our dispensaries are supposed to um, be testing by third-party labs. If not, they're, they're supposed to be getting class four felonies, and no one's no one's pushing that. Why? Because the state's making billions of dollars off this. They're not going to fine the dispensaries because the, the dispensaries would then be paying the fines instead of growing the marijuana and then selling it. And blah blah blah. It's all about money, and it's the, disgusting. I have been oh, into a, a number of dispensaries' grows. And I've seen bugs all over stuff that oh. they harvest. And I've seen mildew all over stuff that they harvest. The rules actually say that every gram of marijuana that comes out of a dispensary is supposed to be labeled. If you look at the existing rules under labeling, uh, it's supposed to be labeled with every additive Everything that you put, Mm -hmm. nutrient, chemical that you put on it. I've seen this stuff called Mm -hmm. Eagle 25. Um, It's supposed to be just for ornamentals, and it's definitely carcinogenic. It's not allowed for food, and yet they put it onto the marijuana. Um, And they say it's clean, but it's not. And to try to say that they're going to regulate their own stuff Uh, It's not going to happen. I fought the health department for almost two years trying to get them to make the dispensaries uh, put what the labeling rules say, put everything that's on there. If you're spraying it with uh, Eagle 25, and what they mostly put on their labels is uh, nitrogen, potassium, and phosphate. They may put a little bit of the nutrient chemicals on it, and that's it. But the stuff Mm -hmm. that's coming out of the dispensaries um, we took some of one of their shatters down and had it tested, and it had enough butane in it to kill a mouse. Now, oh my that's, gosh. you know, you're, the person that had purchased it was bigger than a mouse, granted, but still, this stuff is very, un, a lot of it is very unclean and unhealthy. I walked into a dispensary grow. They asked me to come and look at it one day. They had mites with little spider webs on the top of the plants. And I looked at the one room, full plants blooming, and I said, I'm not going in that room. They said, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to make oil out of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. A little bug oil for flavor and uh, bug terpenes for smell. I don't know. So, oh, it's protein. And to, to say that we're gonna we're gonna monitor our own stuff, uh, that's totally absurd. And again, no free enterprise. Why can't the public start their own business for testing to make sure that uh, everything is being done right? You can't do that either. Again, no, this proposal. You can't. These people wrote this thing for themselves, and they just blatantly, um, like. The, pro, the medical marijuana program now has this one little thing in it that this new one has too, I noticed. It's uh, 362817, the medical marijuana fund. It says private donations um, mm-hmm. and section B, paragraph B says, the director of the department may accept and spend private grants, gifts, donations, contributions, and devices to assist in carrying out provisions of this uh, chapter which, of course, we all know is legal bribery. So the director, if I go to the director and and want to give him $100,000, which I understand, and, you know, Mr. Humble was also able to take gifts and donations and stuff like that, and he had to leave really 
quickly and abruptly, and we're not going to go into why he had to do that. But they just <laughs> write this stuff so blatant that, yeah, you you want to uh, bribe the, the director. See, the dispensaries <clears throat> have what they call a slush fund, and a number of them get together, form a little committee, and they put 10000 or so in, and then whenever they need to um, donate something to someone uh, to get mm-hmm. favor or something done, uh, they don't even call it lobbying. <laughs> you know, uh, they just say, "All right, you can give him, give him a car, give him a truck, give him a boat, a boat. give him whatever you want." And that's why I laugh so hard when they start talking about. Um, using cannabis with rec- with vehicles and and it's all it's, everyone talks about a boat like who got the boat as a gift you know what i mean <laughs> who wants to protect their shiny new boat <laughs> oh. well and speaking of protections now with with this bill um you don't get any employee protection no landlord protection um, so your your uh, employer or your landlord can fire you at any time for just having metabolites in your system, not not for even being high at work, just having it in your system. They can you can be fired for that. You can get denied your you know jobs, places to stay. Your landlord can kick you out. Um, it's pretty ridiculous what what people are are uh, hopefully not going to pass. You know, hope this hope this thing fails. Um, there, there is another big organization out there that's putting up signs um, for 207, for no on 207, um, for different reasons. Um, one, interestingly, well, we could, said that we could revisit. We could revisit one thing you mentioned a while ago about the misdemeanors. Your first possession is a misdemeanor with so much. Your second possession. Well, after that, then it's the same criminal code that's always been there. So you get a couple of chances and then it becomes a felony after that. So they have written the law so that marijuana is still a felony. You still go to jail for it. And that is totally, totally unacceptable because again, it's a law based on a lie. It is. It's absolutely unacceptable. It's not legalization. It might be recreational, because, but you're going to get busted for being recreational. You know, um, it's yeah. It, it, yeah. Go ahead and recreate, but we're going to bust you for it, and we're going to charge the hell out of you for it, and we're going to give you crappy weed, and we're going to, you know, put what weed you can have, and we're going to tell your employers and, and your landlords they can fire you and kick you out at any time. Go ahead, have fun. <laughs> So the, the purchasing of the recreational, uh, how often may a, a person purchase the recreational? Can you All go and get an ounce every minute? If you if you need to, if you if you're not in of possession of that ounce anymore, <laughs> it doesn't say you can't. Okay. And there's where all the prey is. Extremely ludicrous. Yeah. Say, oh, you can buy an ounce, but we catch you with more than what we legally sold you and you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same thing happened. I fought the health department again for almost two years over the word obtain and possess. The Mm. statute says you are allowed to obtain two and a half ounces every two weeks. Well, on their website, they put, they changed the wording and said, you can only possess two and a half ounces. And when I talked to them about that, they said, well, it means the same thing. <clears throat> and actually, it doesn't. It doesn't. If you obtain no. two and a half ounces every two weeks and you accumulate it, after four yep. weeks, you have five ounces and it's legally yours because you were allowed to obtain each one of those two and a half ounces in that two-week period. And yet they sent people to jail saying, oh, you had more than your uh, two and a half ounces. I finally got them to change the word after almost two years of fighting them to put exactly what it said. But it seems like the same cases here. Yeah, we'll sell you as much as you want to buy, but don't get caught with what we give, we sell you because you've broken the law and you can go to jail. I mean, that's just. Right. Oh, exactly. Oh. If 
is so is are they going to track our recreational purchases to know how much that we have at any one given time? So if there are 160 dispensaries in the state and I decided to take the entire day and buy one ounce at each dispensary and they didn't know, there you go. But then you're only allowed to have an ounce. Yeah, there's too too much vague in the shadows uh, stuff yeah. that can turn around and bite you uh, into prison. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that point, let's talk about the non-expungement program they're offering. So right. They, oh, this yeah, this is this is a hoop. They say that. Um, there's only a select few, there's only certain people that are going to be able to even apply for this program in their, in their, in their, right. if, you, if their, you had an answer to possession, uh, but you know, I, I did a program years ago with Peter Jennings. I don't know if, if uh, this yeah. new generation remembers him. Uh, he did oh, a yeah. great program. One of the first programs called pot for gold which uh, he went around and interviewed. This was in 1997. And when I was speaking with him, uh, yeah, I was a fugitive at the time, and um, I had an interview with him, and I was on that program. um, And he asked me, he says, well, you know, Patrick, he says, "You're, um, you're different. He says, you were arrested for selling a lot of marijuana. Um, and don't you think that if a person just has an ounce of marijuana, that should be legal, but people that deal a lot of marijuana like you did, uh, that should go to jail. And my response to that was, look, guy, um, an ounce of something that is not wrong is the same as a ton of something that's not wrong. If it's not wrong, it's not wrong. Period. Period. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that's where all these bills and initiatives, just like the last one, everything was so great that, you know, you're you're going to go to jail for something so stupid as to whatever. It doesn't matter if it's a hundred pounds or an ounce or a pipe that's empty. These people with this new initiative and new bill are not going to get automatically expunged like other states like Illinois and other places have done. They're going to have to still sit in their cells. And who has the money to hire a lawyer for this? That's what I want. Are they just going to give everybody a lawyer? Is everyone just get public, you know, a public lawyer and they're just going to fight for everyone to get out of there? No, they have to apply yeah, for Yeah, there's the it's rub not- in the details. They make it sound good, but when you look at the details, it's terrible. Oh yeah, it's it's horrible, and it's it's horrible for the the people that are going to be buying it. Um, it it's the money a million dollars goes to the uh, smart and safe people that just wrote the initiative. I mean, how lame is that? They get a million dollars coming up with it. That's so I know. blatant. That is just so so blatantly crooked. Good. It is. Uh, That's I like right a up there. for writing this. Yeah, and and while we're at it, we, we you can give our director anything you want. You know, our director can take all the gifts and bribes and boats and things you want to give him. Why they wrote the boat into the initiative, I'm so sure of that. <laughs> That's where the boat thing came from. <laughs> Mr. Montgomery probably got a boat or somebody here, because uh, it was in the last one too, I believe. Um, anyway, yeah, it. it was. I, I wish. I wish people would read it. Uh, we did post on uh, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com some of just some of the differences um, uh, that are medical versus recreational, and where people will come back to the med- it, or still so just stay in the medical program. People yeah. don't read it; and, they listen to yeah. a few sentences. <coughs> Excuse me, that's some really good stuff there. Uh, they listen uh-huh. to a few sentences, and they think that's what it's all about. Um, and I, yeah. I find it sad that the majority of, of the people don't really understand what's going on. All they see is the bone that's been thrown to the dog, and they say, oh, I, I can, won't, take it. 
won't get arrested for marijuana. I, I can smoke marijuana. Well, that's not true. You can still end up in jail. It's still illegal. All the bad stuff is still there. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, get, I think it's really sad when I hear people, um, and I heard you refer to them as being selfish, you know, and they turn around and, and say, oh, you're selfish. You, a step forward, a little step forward is is better than nothing. This is not a step forward. It's the same old two steps backwards. It, it is. It's it's so far back, and they don't even know how far back it is. Um, it's exactly. They they everybody's rights are being taken away, and they don't know it. And when they come to find out that mom and pop can't go open up their little shop that they are going to decide, you have no idea how many people come into Tumbleweeds and they're like, yeah, well, when this passes, we're going to open this and we're going to do this and we're going to. <laughs> I just go, no, you're not. You better read the bill um, because uh, – no, you're not. Yeah. Um, so it is uh, – they're, they're taking the money out of the health department and they're putting it in the, into the new department, giving their – you know, giving themselves their first million-dollar bonus. <laughs> wow. You, you know, Del, I, yeah. I know that you guys there at Tumbleweeds have always – uh, talked about educating yourself about marijuana, not just for the laws, but what it does for you, the morality of it, the history of it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to you guys for doing that, uh, like this program right here. People don't really know what's going on, so if you could tell them a little bit about these initiatives, point out the uh, reality of it and how it's not what they say, then hopefully it will give people the initiative to go to their computers, sit down, read it, and then think about what they're reading. Um, I think it's sad that a lot of people uh, just don't care. All they're thinking about is, oh, I can go buy me an ounce of marijuana. And that that's all they see. And it's such a, a short-sighted like you say, people sitting in prison right now for marijuana. I was oh, when I was in prison. I was out at the the medical facility, and the guards themselves used to tell me, "We don't like to see guys like you in here." Right down the street, the parking lot is full with people buying marijuana, and here you guys are in jail for marijuana. Even the prison guards knew that was not right. Oh. Are you kidding? They took your marijuana and they're all smoking while you sit in jail. That's it. Yeah. No, it's absurd. This 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 whole this whole thing is absurd. It's not going schools aren't getting money. People, you know, think that, you know, schools are getting funded out of this. It's not. It's going to various weird random programs. Um and it's not going the money is not going where you think it is. And um it's the the better thing to do is to stay in the medical program because for, you know, 150 bucks a year, you get two and a half ounces every two weeks. You get unlimited amount of THC in your medicine. Um, you get employer protection. You get landlord protection. You get um, protection from the uh, for your gun rights with the state of Arizona. Uh, if you have your medical marijuana card and you happen to have guns as well, you're okay with the state. Now, federally, like you said, Hans, you're not okay with anybody anywhere federally. <laughs> that doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> Feds can do whatever they right. want when it comes to what they, what they deem narcotics. Um, they call marijuana a narcotic. Um, so they put that in their category, and they can do what they want. But with, with the state, you do have protection, um, and you don't have the same, you don't have the same taxes either. Um it's it's just the 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 way it's written is so misleading. Within the first page, within the first half of the page, it was a WTF. Like I I just wanted to, we've read it two and two a little over two times already on air all the way through. And, and I laugh and I think you have to deal with my you know <laughs> stupid opinions and thoughts all the way through it. But we did get through it twice and a little more than that. And just so people could listen to it if they didn't even want to read it, listen to it on your morning commute or whatever, take the time to read it. But within the first half of the 
initiative, I, I I just wanted to scream. And I, I met with some of the people that were promoting it and 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 helped support it. And we we sat down together and we talked. And I told them, you know, they came and, and chatted with me. I told them why. I wasn't in favor of it, and one guy was, like, nodding his head the whole time as every, I was saying all these points, everything, this, 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 and um, the other guy was like, well, okay, and the other, you know, I could tell the other guy that was supposed to be supporting it really wasn't either after listening to my um, just, you know, thoughts about what these top um, uh, key points are for people just to, to even understand, and he left confused. The other guy, you know, had to stay true to his, you know, team. But um, at least, you know, we have conversations, and that's really important, especially right now, um, to just be able to have a conversation and say, you know, you don't need to name call, you don't need to be rude, but you do need to um, talk with people and find out why um, why they're against it. Uh, or why they're for it, rather. And and seriously, for the most part, people that are voting for this have not read this initiative. It's a, just a selfish vote. They just want weed, but they don't understand. Exactly. What, exactly. They, they don't, don't realize. It's, it's a Trojan horse. What's coming out of this is going to scare them. And, and it should, because it's going to be scary. They, they, and They do not realize the abuse that can come in when you write laws that are so ambiguous and you allow people uh, like dispensaries who own these dispensaries to monopolize on this, they got together and said, recreational marijuana is coming. We need to make sure that we get all of the money for that. And as far as the rights of the people are concerned, uh, they don't care. So what can happen with laws like this, they will use the police and the judicial system to help them misinterpret. I was sitting in a meeting with the police oversight committee a couple of years ago, and two officers came up and testified, and they were talking about um, what marijuana is legal and what isn't. And they came up and said, uh, all marijuana um, is legal. And we were saying, no, if you look at the rules, it says that stems, you know, things like this are not illegal. And the cops were insisting that, oh, no, no, any and all marijuana uh, is illegal for you to possess more than two and a half ounces of it. Um, Right. And we tried to yeah. discuss Someone with them feed. about obtain and possess. And they were saying, oh, yep. no, if you buy two and a half ounces and then you have a gram left over and you buy two and a half more ounces, you are going to jail. That is illegal. So you don't want to have to fight this ambiguity in court because if you do, you're going to jail. It's as simple as that. You're going to lose, and you're going to pay thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, yeah, like you were saying, part of the money goes to the attorney general that they get out of this fund. So they're they're taking civil penalties of twenty thousand dollars each and putting it back into the Smart and uh, Safe Arizona fund, and then um, saying that the attorney general can enforce that. And it's written in that the attorney general gets like 0.2 percent of of everything anyway. So I mean, seriously, a big this is incentive the most- for them to go out there and just oh. run rampant. And you know, and they these are. monies that they collect at the end of the fiscal year, these monies do not return to the um, um, the marijuana fund. Does not mm-hmm. return to the state funds. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Let me see if I can. Oh, yes. Yeah, as monies in the medical marijuana fund do not revert to the state general fund at the end of the fiscal year. So right. they have the so right to collect it. all this money, do with what yep. they want to do with it with right. no accountability whatsoever. 
and no accountability. The department will make rules later and tell you about this and that. Uh, Another ambiguity specifically put in there so that they can do what they want. Uh, This this proposal, again, is not for the people. When they come up, if the dispensaries want to come up with something that says, look, you guys want to grow your marijuana and sell it, go ahead, knock yourself out. You're right. It should be legal. We should have the right to do that. There should not be a monopoly on it. You should have free enterprise. But we could still, they could still make all the money they need to make with their medical marijuana dispensaries because a lot of people want medical marijuana and they don't want to buy it from their neighbor who's growing his own, although they should have the right to. You know, if right. I grow tomatoes in Absolutely. my backyard and I want to sell them to my toma- my neighbor, that should be my right. And Hey, yeah, people put their eggs out for sale all the time. Is there the egg police? No. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's badly written. And these, these people have written this proposal for themselves because they want all the yeah. money and they do not care if you go to jail or not. They don't care about the fact that the laws that they are validating the laws that they are actually making are based on a lie. Oh, it's going to be a misdemeanor. Uh, the second one's going to be a misdemeanor. The third one's going to be a felony. And why? Not because it's wrong. Not because it should be illegal. <laughs> because the law is based on a lie, and we're going to keep it's it that way because we want all the damn money. So yeah, don't vote for absolutely. that. No, don't vote for that. No. I, I will wait until they come out and say, okay, it's legal across the board. We'll make what we can make. You make what you uh, – let's have some free enterprise in this country. When, when they put that up there, I'll vote for it. But until then, no, I don't think so. Yeah. They have millions and millions of dollars that is sitting in this account that's going to get transferred over to their account that they're going to be able to do give their, their director um, of this – Infamous the part the department as it's known um, is going to get this you know to do what whatever they want with all this money in addition to the million dollars they get just for writing this stupid initiative in the first place but they're going to get millions and millions and millions of dollars and what what are they going to do with it it's it's exactly it's, I can it's so, tell you I can tell you this Val I I don't want to get sued for saying something slanderous. I'm going to say this anyway. I'm not going to say what department was a director in charge of, but I'm just going to put it like this. And um, There was a director that was in charge of a department a few years ago, and uh, I was working for uh, the head of the dispensary commission, And one of these departments, I'm not going to say which one, of course, I had was privy to the information that this director was given over $100,000 and Mm. other items such as automobile, truck, actually. And as a free donation, and then this director turned around and misinterpreted a number of rules which took the rights away from the Arizona public. And then they used Barbara Barbara LaWall as the county prosecutor to then take these few incidences and prosecute people so they could get case law on it. And they only prosecuted people that were so poor they had to use the public Mm -hmm. defender, and the public defender – would not challenge any of the absurdities that Barbara LaWall put up to put these people in prison for the misrepresentation and misinterpretation of the rules of this certain department. So right. it's the That's same not the thing. First time I've heard that. It's the same bribery, yeah. the same, same illegal setup. They write it in there. You know, you know what, uh, Bill, the next time I decide to, to write a law, I'm going to write it in there that that you can give me 
bribes and money and anything else, and I can do whatever the hell I want with it. That's the good old American way, I guess. It is, and that's exactly what they've done. That's exactly what they've done. Written this ambiguous initiative that does nothing but put money, more money, all the money from this program, you know, into their pockets, and uh, it's not even fully written. Uh, and online, and donations in their pockets. Boats. You can. That's why the boats. really can like Private grants, gifts, donations, contributions, and devices to assist in carrying out the provision of the chap. Oh, my God. Right. Well, I had to go to Amsterdam and party for a month to learn more about what's going on. Yes. I didn't know enough about the different strains, and I really wanted to set cash. So (laughs) I had to go. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, folks. There you have it. And people just are not educated. No, they won't take the time. Not only will they not take the time, but these initiatives are written in such a way that A, they're unclear, B, the language is not, it's not familiar to people, so then you, you, you feel stupid, so then you don't want to read it, and you just want to vote for your read. And you don't, ca- you don't care, and they'll find out. What's going to happen is people in the recreational program are going to find out that the monies aren't going to places they thought, it's not going to schools, it's going to really weird programs that they can do whatever they want with, distribute it however they want, collect, they're going to collect money from the um, civilties, uh, the penal civilties that are that are taking place and put it in their own pocket and people don't care. And so long for business opportunities for y'all out there, you know, uh, just get smart and read this. You, you still have time. It's not... They're very talented. They're very talented at writing things in such a way that it's convoluted, ambiguous, and others that you just. Some people start reading stuff and it's so complicated for them to say, you know what? I I just I can't read. Let me give you an example. Section nine severability. The invalidated provision or provisions shall be deemed reformed to the extent necessary to conform to applicable law and to give maximum effect to the intent of this act and to the fullness extent possible, the provision of this act, including each portion of any section of this act containing any invalidated provision that is not itself invalid, shall be construed so as to give effect to the intent thereof. Did you follow me on that? Amen. Yeah, oh, I did. And it's just like my, my favorite movie, one of my favorite movie lines says, it's just exactly like that part in the Bible with the situation. It says nothing. It absolutely says nothing. Nothing whatsoever. Oh, my gosh. Hans, thank you so much for coming on. It has been an absolute joy. It always is. Um, I really appreciate, you know, everything that you do for the cannabis community, and I know the community does as well. Um, Stay educated like you do. Super. Yeah, thank you. And um, keep smoking your bowls and say hi to your loved ones out there for us, you know, who you're talking about. And um, we will hopefully see you in a hemp field soon. <laughs> well, thank you, Belle. Thank you so much for having me on your program. Um, and, again, do continue to do what you guys have been doing from the very beginning and educate people. It's so important. And you enjoy this beautiful day also. I'm fixing to have me a little bit of uh, Humpty Dumpty right here right now. Yeah. All right. Well, don't fall off that wall. <laughs> All right. Nope. Have an awesome I'm, day. I'm sitting down in front of the table here, and I got oh. a good hold on the table, so hopefully I'll be. <laughs> hopefully I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Enjoy. And everybody, well, wow, that puts us to the end of our show. Um, just vote no on 207 for all those reasons and more. It's a horrible, horrible bill. You still have days to read it. Read a little bit with your copy. Um, so, 
Silver Sister, rest up and get excited for new adventures. Come on down to the Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And uh, check out our website, TumbleweedTelecenter.com. Next week, we've got a couple great uh, guests coming on. And we have lots of guests lined up for the next couple. So check out the website. Be sure to update that. And um, have an awesome day. Be careful out there for Christmas. Um, and that's about it. Be smart, be safe, and educate. We love you guys. We miss you, Candace. Get back here again.